Welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barris. We are so glad that you are here. And it's January. <laughs> I can't believe it's it. January. Matt, how? Oh, yeah. uh, the calendar yeah. flipped. Tw- yep, 2023. Here we are. It feels like the holiday is a blur. This is how I feel. I feel like the holiday is a blur and it's so fun and so exciting. And then in January, it's like a letdown. Yes. We yes. were just actually talking to my yes, wife we about this and she's like, Mallory said to you, yeah, my husband has like a little letdown after stuff like the holidays or vacation. Mm -hmm. And I legit get kind of sad. Yeah. So like if you were in second grade, would you cry? (laughs) Uh huh. Like (laughs) if I was in second grade, I would cry. You would cry. Okay. What was one of your good days recently? One of my good days was, um, listen, this is, this is another one that you're like, people would be like, wow, you are easily pleased. But Listen, COVID gave us a lot of things. It gave us a lot of things we don't love. Yes. And it gave us some things that we have stuck around that I actually love. Okay. And one that I love is the Walmart pickup. Okay. Let me tell you okay. about Walmart okay. pickup. You, like you can have an app on your phone and then you put your groceries in and you pull up in a little spot and you say, I'm in spot 15. Please put them in the back. And then they like lift your gate, put it in and you drive home. And another thing that I love about the Walmart pickup is it tracks. I don't know where they get this number from, okay. but it tracks how many hours you've saved not being in the grocery store. <sighs> So it will tell you like I don't know where the formula but I comes. I love the grocery so, store. So uh, well, I do too sometimes. Okay. But there are times where you just need to well, get it and, and go you home. And you have small children. Yeah. There are times. Listen, if I'm going to walk around the grocery store, it's like it has to be an enjoyable yes, experience. Yes, yes. Walmart's not always enjoyable. It's just functional. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So yes, I love that I it tracks it. how many hours you've saved in a year. It's That's it's perfect. Amazing. And as far as I know, they don't. They don't um, jack the prices up on the app. So I'm going to keep that one from okay, COVID. Okay, there you go. <laughs> what about you? Okay, recently we had a dear friend in town. Yes. Uh, and um, Molly, and she's at molly.blint, B-A-L-I-N-T. Yes. Um, on Instagram. She's a wonderful follow, especially if you want to learn more about Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was in town, and we did it all. You did. <laughs> we were everywhere. We went antiquing. I got some, just some cute thing. You love what I got antiquing. Oh, I'm a little just, jealous. Yeah. I got some really cool, um, you know, old Pyrex type kitchen containers and, um, I got some, just some sweet little things. That, yeah. That, antiquing. And we just had so much fun. We were all over, mm-hmm. we were all over the County and I love to do that when people come in town. I love to take them to all my favorite spots. What is like, what if you had like two things you have to do? Like if somebody came and visited you, or if somebody said Amish country, what do I need to do? What are they? Okay, Walnut Creek cheese. Yeah, I mean Walnut Creek cheese. It, you you can spend literally two hours in a store if you yeah, want. Yeah, absolutely. I love Walnut Creek cheese. Um, and I probably would say the two stores that are next door to each other because you can like stop once and visit two different stores mm-hmm. and it would be 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 fearless and the peddler yeah um because it's just there's such beautiful things for home there's right. and then there's beautiful things to wear like okay fashion. i have another like rapid fire amish country okay. question okay okay two things you have to eat when you're an amish country actually i'll give you three oh, for this oh, one. Oh, oh, okay three things you have to eat when you're an amish country <laughs> 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 you're like now we're talking <laughs> now we'll cook it uh, literally um <laughs> Definitely cream sticks for sure. Do you have a favorite place? Well, I will say that 
Derbake Oven in oh. right in downtown Berlin. I love Derbake Oven's cream sticks. I've always loved Der Dutchman's cream sticks, oh. but lately they've been out by like eight a.m. and oh. it's 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 a it's an issue. Yeah, I got it's, issue with it. Listen, Matt. if I got you're issue with it. we have talked about the Cincinnati chili fight, and Amish country has their own. <laughs> best cream stick yeah, fight. Yeah, cream stick fight. Yeah, so definitely. <laughs> so cream sticks? Yeah, definitely have to try cream sticks. And pe- the peanut butter spread on homemade bread. Interesting. Um, peanut butter spread on homemade bread, it's like a, it, it's mixed with marshmallow fluff. Um, now, when we u- used to own a restaurant in Amish country, we did a little bit of pancake syrup, Amish fluff, or, or marshmallow fluff, and peanut butter oh, for the Amish fluff for the pancake syrup. pancake syrup. And my mom always felt like the pancake syrup kept it from crystallizing. Sometimes people put maple syrup in yeah. and she felt like the, the pancake syrup because there's all kinds of stabilizers right, in the pancake syrup right. kept it from getting any kind of crystallization. Yeah. So the peanut butter spread on homemade bread is, I, I, I definitely think you have to try that because yeah. it's so different. Yeah. And then, the any of the chickens pan fried chicken, chicken roasted chicken okay you know the the lovely that lovely fried and baked can chicken. i add one yeah cheese oh yeah cheese. cheese like i here's one of my things i lived i grew up about an hour away from amish country i remember as a kid going to Heine's cheese yes. and you can walk around with like toothpicks i don't know if we still do that anymore because you know like rolls but you could walk around and try samples. Yes, oh, yes, so fun. Yes, cheese in Amish country is a huge thing. I guess we gave you four. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Gugasberg cheese is mm. that Gugasberg baby Swiss cheese is like literally, literally world, world yeah, renowned. Right, right, right. Yeah, they've Award, won like awards. Yeah, like, yeah, it's incredible. Makes the best grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, praise <clears> be. <throat> we had your cheeseburger soup last <gasps> night, so and it was so good. That's the very first thing we're doing on our Joy Scout Zoom call. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. All That's right. awesome. All right, Leanne, what you brought this topic to us I today. Did. I brought this topic up. <clears throat> I just, sometimes, Matt, I just feel grumpy. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> it's rare. It's rare, but you do. <laughs> I mean, I just have some angst. Some angst. <laughs> like, yeah. I just... I, I don't want to say the word, you know, because it's a naughty word, but sometimes I just, I'm like. The P word. Yeah. Like, yeah. get up out of my way, mm-hmm. people. Does it affect your driving? It affects everything. Mm. Like, I'm just angsty. I'm like, I'm just kind of like in a bad mood. So what is it that typically causes you angst? Well, okay. Let's, let's rewind that even a little further. Yeah. Okay. I believe when you're feeling angsty or grumpy for quote unquote no apparent reason that there's always a reason. Right. And you just kind of have to dig around within yourself and be like, okay, what is it that's really bothering me? Right. Right. Well, I knew we were going to talk about this and you know I love the facts. You love your stats. Um, So I was reading an article from the Cleveland Clinic. Ooh. The Cleveland Clinic is also world renowned, but and, in our backyard. And also near us, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk about what are some of the reasons for irritability and anger. Okay. So here are some of their top ones life stress. Okay. So just the normal stresses of life. And the examples that they give are relationships in your life, your finances, social isolation, loneliness, your job, or just burnout. Okay. Okay. Another one is sleep or lack of sleep. Okay. Um, sleep apnea. <laughs> that affects your ir- irritability. Oh. Um, the next one is caffeine. 
Isn't that interesting? Yes, I drink a lot of it. Yeah, because um, it talks about, in this study, it talks about the jolt that it gives you and then the letdown. Okay. So actually coming off of caffeine can really make can grumpy? make you irritable. Yeah, okay. Um, getting hangry. Oh, So okay. we've all heard the term hangry, right? Yeah. I don't ever get hangry, though, because actually, I never let myself get <laughs> Chubby tendency yeah. number 522. Yeah, chubby tendency. Never let yourself get angry. I just don't. It's actually usually. in Proverbs. It's Proverbs 35, 12. <laughs> Thou shalt not get angry. It's not even true. <laughs> Keep thyself fluffy and I shall be happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, interesting. What's really funny Hunger. about the hangry one is when I was dating my wife, um, she would get hangry. She still does, but she's okay. better at managing her okay. anger. Okay. Um, and I, there was one time, actually, you were with us. We went to Menards. We were all together. Was and that the Menards? <laughs> that was the trip to Menards. Yeah, okay. And we bought her like a barrel of pretzels. <laughs> and I kept them in my car because I was like, if you're going to be hangry, you need to have a snack before you get yeah, grumpy. Yes, yes. Um, so hangry. And really what hangry is in this study, it talks about how it's really a drop in your blood sugar. Oh, so it's really that makes sense. you're hangry because your blood sugar is low and you need to eat something. Um, and medical causes. So, uh, if you have a chronic injury, if you struggle with depression, um, substance use disorders, okay. um, side effects of medication you might be taking. Mm -hmm. And I'll add this one too. Um, constipation. No, I wasn't going <laughs> to add constipation, but listen, it could make it that would make me grumpy. Yeah. If I can't go, I'm going to be grumpy. <laughs> um, you know what? I noticed. A lot of times people that are older get, you know, there's like a stereotype okay. that people mm -hmm. that are aging and mm -hmm. a lot of times it has to do with their health oh. or feeling like they don't have a place in the world okay. or this is going to sound really silly, but if somebody can't hear and they don't have hearing aids, yes. they feel left out and isolated and it creates um, angst in them. Oh, Isn't interesting. That interesting. Yes. Yes. So what is it that makes you the most angsty? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just all kinds of different things. Yeah. Probably it's probably it probably if I really drill down, it's when I have a lot going on. Yeah. And then and then something comes from left field. So like something ridiculous comes from left <laughs> field. And I'm like, wait, what? Right. Like and then it just makes me like, everybody wants something from me. Like, <laughs> ah! And it just I just get like grumpy. Yeah. And and you know, I for me, here are some things that I have I have done that helped me. Oh, wait, let's with... get to that okay, in a second. Okay, okay, okay. I have oh, some, oh, okay. I have okay. some thoughts on that. Okay, all right. I think for me, when I think about being angsty or when I get irritable, it's two big things. Okay. Similar to you, sometimes where I'm like, everybody needs something. Now, here's where I'm going to, like, if you are a woman listening to this podcast, I really don't have a leg to stand on because I've never been a, a mother. I've never given birth. I've never nursed a baby. Y'all okay. have it worse than me. Okay. So I give you a gold star. Oh. Um, because for me, when I'm at work and then I'm at home and then I have three kids and then I have a dog and it's like everybody wants something yes. for me and everybody yes. is just demanding. I feel like a vending machine sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, stop. I don't know. Well, Go. I know there were times my wife is a teacher. And my wife works with students with disabilities. And so there are times, especially when our kids were little, like even smaller than they are. So our youngest is about two and a half. But when we had babies, babies, there would be times where she was like, I can't have anybody ask me anything. I even don't yeah. want anybody to touch me yeah, right now yeah, yeah, because yeah. I just feel like everyone's been taking yeah. from me. Mm -hmm. So I think that's mm -hmm. my first mm -hmm. one. And then my other one that really, 
that I struggle with is um, when I feel like piles upon piles. So what, what I mean by that is if there's something stressful financially happening, finances stress, stress, stress me out okay. to be honest with you. Um, you know, we've lived in times in our marriage where we've really had to watch our budget. Mm-hmm. We've gone through seasons where we haven't, and then we'd have to tighten up and you know, that kind of thing. And so sometimes it just feels like when the, um, like when we have to call the plumber and there's a bill for right, this right, right, and then right. our kid goes to the emergency room and right, it's like, right. oh my gosh, I don't know if we can do anymore. Um, and then that's when I get irritable too. So I think I would say for me, those are the two big ones. Have you ever gone through a period where you've been irritable for a long time or is it like, do you get in a funk and come out of it pretty quick? I come out of it pretty quick. Now when we had a, we had a season with our youngest son um, that, was really tough. Yeah. So I, I, I was angsty, you know, in that season, I was probably angsty more than normal. Right. But it was more angsty directed to him. (laughs) (laughs) So it was more love you, Joey. Just him. (laughs) Yeah. But, but I, it, it, that kind of spilled over though, which, which is really a valid point. Like if you have, which, what is what Cleveland Clinic said is relationships. Like, so when that relationship was strained or, or going through a, you know, a challenge or a tough time. I was, I was, I felt impatient and kind of angsty in other areas. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say for me too, this is another one that might be uncommon. And I would say, um, that men probably don't talk about it as much as women, but I sometimes get angsty when I feel weird about my body. Mm. So sometimes when I feel uncomfortable in my typical clothes, or I feel like I just don't like, usually for me, it's the way I feel. So it's okay. I obviously care about the way I look, but for me, it's if I don't feel comfortable in my own skin or I don't feel comfortable in my body or the clothes that typically fit nicely, then I just feel, like, I I don't like that I'm here. How did I get here again? And that kind of thing. And it kind of puts me in a funk. Um, I think for me, I've gone through periods where um, I've been angsty for a long time. To be really honest with you, I think... Um, there have been times where my wife has said, Hey, you've been off for a while. What's going on? And so I love that about Mallory. I know she doesn't mess around. She's like, mm, so, okay, now we need to talk about that. <laughs> she's like, I'll let you go now. Yeah. Um, and I will say for me, you know, and if you've been around, um, our podcast for a while, that's where a clinician has really helped me too. So between my yeah. doctor and a, a therapist, both of those people mm, have really yeah. helped with, yeah. um, yeah. my angst. Cause listen, times. your partner your child, your mother, your father-in-law, none of them are count. Well, some of them might be counselors, but right. if they're not clinical counselors, right. you know, it's hard to get the help and the guidance that you need. And then also right. a counselor is a safe place just to let it all, you know, Absolutely. just to let the angst With all no out. Judgment. Yeah, exactly. And if you live in a small town like us, find a, I actually, my counselor is about an hour away and mm-hmm. we do telehealth mm-hmm. yeah, that's and great. it's somebody that, my family knew that was connected to some of our family situations, but I love that she doesn't live in my town. I'm not going to run into her in the grocery. Right. Right. right <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. With pajama pants on. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so Leanne, tell us what, actually, let me tell you before you tell us yours. Okay. So here's what Cleveland clinic says. What can we do about it? Okay. So we know that we're angsty. We okay. know that we all go through periods, whether it's an angsty day or an angsty week or even longer than that. Okay. Um, we know that we have those times, but what what should we do about it? So one of uh, the suggestions from this Dr. Borland from Cleveland Clinic, he says to reframe your thoughts. So if you dread going to work on Monday 
and your thoughts are, I hate my job. I hate my job. I hate my job. What if you do something, set something up in advance to make you feel better? So what if Mondays you always have lunch with a coworker that you love? Oh, mm-hmm. Or what if you set yourself up better on Sunday night to yeah, make find, your, like lay out your clothes or get a, a new routine. Play, find a yeah. new playlist. To, have a song. Go to yeah. Matt Barris walk-up songs on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or, you know, we've talked about this before, is having gratitude. Gratitude yeah. can really reframe mm-hmm. um, our minds. Uh, the second one is setting small goals. So small manageable goals for you. So having an, for me, when it comes to feeling like piles on piles on piles of things that are coming at you, mm-hmm. I know for myself, when I have a small goal, like if I feel overwhelmed with our house, this is what, I, to be really honest with you, this is what I usually do. If it's something with our money, I I have been known to say, can't believe I'm telling this on the podcast. <laughs> I've been known to say to my wife, we can't do this. Let's just have our parents help us manage our finances. Or if it's something that with our is kids. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's like, when I'm in when I'm in a weird place, I say very dramatic things. <laughs> or when it's something with our with our children, I'm like, why were we ever parents? We're not fit to yeah. do this. And she's like, okay, you need to reel it in, <laughs> drama boy. And so part of having those small manageable goals is... What's something you can control? So for me, when I feel overwhelmed with my house, it feels really good to clean out the garage. When I feel overwhelmed with my kids, whatever it is, it feels really good to do something one-on-one with Mm -hmm, them mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. just have to do something enjoyable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I feel overwhelmed, like in the studio that we were in was we did our home renovation and it felt really crazy. Um, I came down here like an hour a day for a week and just did a little bit at a time and it felt like a lot more manageable. Yeah, that's good. Um, the third one is to breathe. Oh. There, It sounds really dumb, but here's the thing about deep breathing and doing some of those exercises is it it connects you to your body and it brings oxygen to your brain and it just really centers you and it puts you in a better place and better health overall. Um, number four is exercise. So getting, I know, right? I know. It's just so good because it gets those endorphins moving. Yes. It gets your body moving. It doesn't, and here's what I'll say about that. It doesn't have to be rigorous CrossFit or HIT or beach body on demand. It can literally be a walk in your neighborhood. Right. (laughs) Um, It doesn't, it's just move your body. Um, Practicing self-care is another one. So taking time for yourself. So maybe it's reading a book, um, going out with friends. Um, and then the last one is sharing your thoughts and feelings with somebody, um, is just getting it out. So whether you have a trusted friend or your spouse, um, or a clinician, get your thoughts out there because holding it in really isn't yes. going to help. We're always going to promote getting a counselor, <laughs> right. getting a clinical counselor. Maybe we should say too, if, if you are like against therapy and counseling, maybe this isn't the podcast yeah, for you. Cause you're going to hear it. Cause we really bring oh, it up quite a bit. Um, <laughs> so here, what are, what are some of those things that help you? Well, well, I'm going to tell you some of the things I don't do. Oh, when I'm I feeling, like this. When I'm feeling angsty. Okay. Number one, if there's a conversation that you've been needing to have with someone, like maybe it's something tender or maybe it's something even a little bit controversial, don't have that on the day that you're feeling really bitchy. Like, <laughs> I was actually, that happened to me recently. I was texting my wife about somebody I was just so mad at and I had to interact with them and I'm like, I am going to say it. And she was like, don't do it. You'll regret it. And I didn't. 
and I've held back. Yeah. And I feel better now. Okay. But I'm still going to have to have the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not yeah. going to be. Not on the day. Not, not the angst day. day. Not yeah. on the angst day. So, so here's something that, that I have done when, I have, when I'm angsty and I'm like in that mood. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to text. I'm going to call. Whatever. <laughs> Is I write. I learned this from counseling. Yeah. I write a text message in my notes. Yeah. Oh, I just let it all out in my notes. <laughs> And then I say, okay, this is going to sit in my notes until right. tomorrow. And then usually when tomorrow comes and I read that, I'm like, oh my, what was going on with you yeah. yesterday? Like, I would never send that. Have you ever but, sent the text? No. Oh, good. No. Well, that before, would I would me. say BT, before therapy, before <laughs> counseling, I probably would have sent the text. Yeah. But after now, no. Oh, that's I, so I, good. I, I, have, I have it in my notes. I'll put it in my notes. I've got, I, I actually ran across a letter I wrote it, it, when That's I was in there, a letter, like a long letter. In the On your phone. Oh no, no. Handwritten, like Ooh. four and a half page letter. Wow. That um, my counselor you wrote said, out for somebody. Yeah. My counselor's like, write, write a letter. Never don't mail send, it. <laughs> don't mail it. And I probably should get rid of it though, because I, you know, it's just burn it. It, it would yeah, be cathartic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so I, that's what I don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, listen, I have saved emails I've done that to myself where I'll email myself or have a draft email that I'm like, okay, don't put anybody's name in the tube just in case. Right. Just oh, right, get it out. Right, right. And it's, it really does help. It does me. help. I don't, I don't typically shop on days that I'm anxious. Interesting. Cause everybody's making me, everybody's making me mad <laughs> in the aisle. They're making me mad. You're going to ram line, somebody's in the, the back line, of their heels in the line. They're making me mad. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody, You're everybody, hit their heels even with the your... Chick-fil-A, the sweet Chick-fil-A people <laughs> making me mad. <laughs> even Jesus chicken. <laughs> so yes, I, I don't, I don't handle things. Um, I don't handle sensitive things when I'm angsty. I don't usually shop when I'm angsty. Here are things that I do that really help. Um, I, I, I actually get my thoughts and I'm yeah. like, okay, what's, what's the problem here? Right. And, and sometimes it's just as simple as you need to just stay off your phone. Right. You know, you need to log out of Instagram. You yes. need to shut your phone off for two hours and grab yourself a good book like Shannon Martin's, you know, um, start with low or, or something that feels, um, like a balm, you know, like, or Brene Brown, Alice of the Heart, you know, something that just feels like helpful. Um, But sometimes it's just to, to move, remove some distraction, right? Right. Remove some distraction. And then one thing I've gotten really good at, Matt, that I was never good at before. I always have felt when someone texts, someone text messages me or someone calls that I always have to respond immediately or I just have to answer the Uh, phone. You know, I will say, I feel like that's an expectation on us now in the digital age. Yes. I mean, we had an answer machine that you wouldn't get until the night. (laughs) You know what I mean? Sometimes you didn't hear back for two days. So, (laughs) so I, now, if I am angsty and I'm not in a very good mood, I do not answer the phone or I do not necessarily text back right away. Right. Because sometimes I, it's just it's just best not to. Right. You know, so, um, and then, you know, this is going to sound a little bit like, wow, she really is getting to granny age. But <laughs> but I make sure that I, I'm hydrated. Like, yeah. I just keep my water bottle full. I put my, my little magical ice. You know, I love oh, my ice machine. Oh, you have such a good ice maker. So I just, I, I fill my my um big yeti and yeah. i make sure i'm drinking water and 
make sure that, you know, I've made something intentional and nice for myself for breakfast or for lunch or whatever. And I, I try to kind of snap out of it. And sometimes I don't really snap out of it right away. Right. I, I just have to just kind of be angsty for a hot second. And right. Then, and usually a good night's sleep and will help. Here's what I'll say about that is I think sometimes we we are either afraid of anger or we don't give ourselves permission to be angsty. I don't know about you, but I was raised in a in a cult church culture, especially. I, I thought you were gonna say cult. No. Like, no, you weren't. No. You were raised Baptist. Dear Francine, it was not a cult. <laughs> it was not a cult. <laughs> um I was I feel like I was raised in a church culture where it wasn't really okay to be angry, that that was almost seen as a sin, or you really shouldn't be irritable and we should just be serving and loving right, right, and right, right, never have right. those kind of feelings. Actually, my therapist once um asked me, Did you feel like you were afraid to be angry? And I was like, Oh no. Um, and so I think sometimes we're afraid to embrace that emotion. Um, and I think sometimes we're afraid because we don't want to have those negative reactions because we know they'll have negative con- consequences. Right. So right. having that replacement behavior right. to help us um, cope with our anger in a very healthy way, I think is so good. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like you have some really great things in place. I think for me, it's um, I like reading. So it's just doing something that unplugs a little bit. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I love, we. I don't watch a lot of TV these days and the days of little children, but putting on an old movie that's familiar oh, to me. And you watch your Disney movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what you're <laughs> I was watching really had it memorized the movie the with Encanto the, what Encanto and Frozen well that's because we have little yeah, kids yeah. <laughs> like, that was your favorite like, soundtrack here's the thing if I like if your I'm, Spotify favorites it was like, the Bruno song yeah. we don't talk about Bruno 2022 <laughs> but that's because I'm a parent I don't put on the Encanto by myself when I'm <laughs> My wife's like, why are you watching Encanto in the basement alone? I'm just angsty. Let me get through the Bruno song. (laughs) Yeah, that's not something I do. Make me feel better. (laughs) Just helps me feel better. Just really have to watch Frozen again. (laughs) Just got to let it go. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It is. It's unplugging in that way. Um, And honestly, sometimes working for me helps. Like doing like thinking about work and doing things like that. Sometimes manual labor helps to get things done around the house because for me, it centers me on, it focuses me on one thing and I'm accomplishing something too. Well, and, and really we both have the perfect spouses for our personalities. Oh, because because when I'm angsty or like, yes like if daryl comes home and i don't have supper he's like what's for supper i'm like why do you mean supper like i've been mad all day (laughs) how dare you you're not eating tonight um and he you know he just kind of he'll know like he'll he'll know if i'm feeling grumpy or angsty and he just handles me just the right way. Right, right. Like if he was like, what's wrong with you? Or, you know, aren't you grumpy? Or if he would do things like that, oh. It, oh, oh. <laughs> it would go real ugly. But he, he knows. He knows how to handle me. Right. When I, it, actually, he, he can help me snap out of it. Actually. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, and my wife, she gives me space when I need to. Need to. Then she talks when I need to, and sometimes she's just like, "Hey, you need to, you need to move on. Yeah, you're just like, cut it out." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. "Okay, you're right." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I kind of like the feeling sometimes, and she's like, "You don't stop, don't yeah. do that." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. Well, 
Thank you so much for joining us today on These Are Good Days. Whether you your days are extraordinary or ordinary, we hope that you see that these are good days. 